Disney's Wish. Hello, everybody. I am back today to talk about the new movie, Wish, that Disney just put out for their 100th anniversary. I um, watched it a couple days ago. Uh, Today is Thanksgiving. Just got home from a big Thanksgiving meal and wanted to talk about Wish, though I watched it on Tuesday. So today I'm recording on a Thursday. I watched it on a Tuesday, so it was a couple days ago. And honestly, what spurred me into this is that I like watching reviews after I've watched a movie. And especially if I liked a movie, I like to watch reviews that like enjoy liked the movie too. And if I didn't like it, I enjoy watching movie, reviews that kind of also critique it so that I, you know, kind of getting opinions about it. But, you know, I tend to enjoy watching things that... I tend to like to see, like, am I with the majority or the minority or what's going on? And I was watching the reviews for Wish, and it seemed so negative from what I could see. And I I was kind of surprised by that. So I want to talk about it, my experience with it, and give a more positive review to put out there, just because I enjoyed myself. So that's where we're starting from this. Big spoiler warning for this entire thing. I am going to be talking about the entire movie and aspects of it. And um, we'll be talking about plot and things that happen and whatnot with no sort of idea of keeping spoilers away. So if you haven't seen the movie or you don't want to know what happens, please, this is your chance to get out. There will be spoilers from here on out. So my experience with this movie is that I'm a huge Disney fan and knew that it was coming out and was excited about it. And was, you know, had bought my ticket a while ago to see it on opening day, which I did. I saw it the earliest showing that I could at my theater, which was at a 3 p.m. on a Tuesday, um, which thankfully was during my, my Thanksgiving break. So I was off of work and I was able to go and it was fantastic. I had a great time. Um, but I went in kind of blind. I had seen a trailer for it that Disney put out, but I hadn't really seen any pre- I don't know, reviews or information on whether people were liking it, whether it was looking good or bad or blah, blah, blah. I hadn't really looked into any of that, which, uh, again, I often like to do. I feel like going blind, get your own opinion of it. And I really enjoyed myself is my first opinion of it. I came out of that movie theater feeling good. It was uplifting. It felt fun. I enjoyed my time. So on a very basic level, I enjoyed myself watching it. So there we go. Thinking about it a little bit more critically... Did I think it was the best movie I've ever seen? And oh my God, it was amazing. No. Was all the music great? Some of it was. Some of it was a little hokey, in my opinion. Um, Not every song was a banger, I don't think. Um, But I think it was good. And I think some of it will grow on me because I do think music, for me at least, the songs, the Disney songs I love, I don't remember whether I loved them the first time I heard them. They are. It is a situation where the, the music tends to, for me at least, be something that is a grower like you you it grows on you it gets into your head like an earworm you don't necessarily love the song the first time you hear it so I'm not ready to give a final say on all of it but some of the songs were really good I did um the one she sings so I make this wish for something so much more than this is one of the Asha our heroine has this big song towards the beginning of the movie 
It's a nice ballad. I think it was really, really well done and good. Um, there's a song where they're all getting together and like getting ready to defeat the bad guy. And it's what I know now. And they're all kind of chanting things about what they know now. I think that song is a really good one. The one that got a little hokey, I think, for me was that we're all made of stardust. And here's the thing. It was a cute song and a cute message. And I don't dislike it. I just found it to be like, this is, a, I think, the one song I'd heard before I saw the movie. And I thought it was a little hokey, too. But it's just like, if you really want to know just who you are, you're a star. And all the animals are singing it. And it's this whole thing. And it's it's a cute scene. But that's one of the songs that felt kind of hokey to me that I didn't feel like was a great song. Um, trying to think. There's a villain song. Like, this is the thanks I get. Again, it was an okay song. But it wasn't... No, so if we're going to go bad, okay, good, great, it was kind of in the okay, good range. So kind of middle of the range song, I thought, for a villain song. It wasn't my favorite villain song I've ever heard, but it was good. It wasn't bad. None of this was on, it's all like good to neutral, in my opinion, for this movie. None of it was bad. I don't think. Um, so... That's the general view of it, is that I think it's an overall positive view. I liked it. I enjoyed it. But there were a few hokey moments throughout. But overall, the movie was very enjoyable and fun. And I will definitely watch it again when it comes on Disney+. Plus. Um, so yeah, I had a really good time with it. So, how this movie goes is you're meeting this young girl, Asha. Well, young girl, she's, I think, 17. When we meet her, because she's not, she's definitely not 18 yet. And that's a plot point. And she's introducing us to her town of Rosa, or her, I guess, kingdom, the kingdom of Rosa. And she lives there with her mom and her grandfather. Uh, it sounds her dad has died or died when she was little. But he would tell her to look up to the stars and make wishes on stars and things. And the whole part of Rosa that is special and unique is that their king is a magician who is this very powerful sorcerer person and he collects and protects the wishes of people so everybody on their 18th birthday gets to have a wish ceremony where they make like their heart's desire their biggest wish and he takes it from them and it comes out of them as like this physical like ball, like kind of a glass bubble ball situation. Um, and then they forget what the wish was. And now that they've forgotten that wish, he takes it and he kind of like has them all sort of floating in this roof in like, yeah, in the ceiling of this domed room that he has up in his tower for safekeeping. And he keeps all the wishes safe. But the people that he took it from, he erases their memory. They don't know what the wish was that they've made now. And he grants them sort of as he sees fit. Nobody knows why he's chosen specific ones to grant. Um, but he, you know, every once in a while grants a wish. I think he says something like he granted five or six or something, maybe a 13. But it's a lowish number for however many people are in, in the kingdom. He grants some wishes, but not very many. Uh, and 
but it's introduced as this very positive thing that he takes these wishes and he keeps them safe for everybody and he grants them when he can. And he's this great benevolent ruler that everybody loves. So we meet Asha, who lives in this kingdom, and she, like, is a big cheerleader for the kingdom and thinks that all this stuff is great. And she has a group of friends who apparently work in the kitchens, um, which is a kind of odd thing because there's only one person who's over 18 in the kitchen who's doing all this stuff. Like, the main cook is under 18. And <clears throat> the reason we have a big dividing line between under 18 and over 18 is because that's when you make the wish. Right. And so only one of her friend group has turned 18 and has already made his wish. The rest of them are all under 18 and have not yet made their wish. Um, but we see them all in the kitchen and doing that. And what we see, interestingly, about the one who just turned 18, it seems pretty recently, I think. So in the last few months or so has turned 18 and made his wish. And it seems like the rest of the friend group is similar in age. So Asha is supposedly going to have her birthday in a few months so she's 17 all going to be 18 soon and I assume the rest of her friends are a similar age or like we're talking like teenagers um in this group and they for whatever reason were running the kitchen with no adult supervision with, of the whole palace which is kind of interesting um anyway that part I will forgive them for because whatever um a lot of these sorts of stories when you have kids doing odd things they need they need to be somewhere where they don't have parental supervision to make that work. So they're off running the kitchen. Asha doesn't work there, though. She does seem to help out there sometimes with them. And then she lives in a little cottage on kind of the grounds, it looks like, of the palace with her mother and her grandfather. Importantly, her mother and her grandfather both have not had their wishes granted. And her grandfather is turning 100 years old, or has just turned 100 years old, and so that goes in with the whole 100th anniversary of Disney. Her grandfather is that same age. <clears throat> and we meet Asha on this day where she is going to go interview for a job in the palace with the king um, to be the king's new assistant. And she's super excited about it, really wants it, and her friends are sort of teasing her that she wants to do it because the king's assistant, you know, gets their wishes granted, gets their family's wishes granted. And, you know, that's what her goal is. <clears throat> and she sort of says, haha, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. But underlyingly, it is very clear that she is hopeful to get her, specifically her grandfather, who is 100 years old and has not had his wish granted, to get his wish granted. Um... So she goes up and has her interview with the king. And at first it seems like it's going really well. And he takes her in to see the wishes. And there are all these like floating bubbles. And there's this great song that they have where they're, I will protect you at all costs. And that was another song that I thought worked. I really enjoyed it. The two of them are singing this song about how I will protect you at all costs about the wishes. And how important it is to protect the wishes. And, um she is able to find her grandfather's wish and she thinks it's really exciting. And she, at the end of the song, brings it to the king and asks if he can grant it. And he is very disappointed right away. Like how kind of, how dare you? Like it usually takes people a few months at least before they start asking for that kind of thing. And she's very embarrassed. Um, but she sort of holds steady and like, well, but could you? And he looks at the wish and says that the wish is too dangerous. He can't grant it. And the wish is that um, he will, that the grandfather has wished, is that he will influence people. Um, that he will kind of, basically, that he will leave a legacy 
for Rosa. Um, leave something, some sort of important legacy for Rosa. And Asha doesn't get it. And she's like, why would that be dangerous? I don't understand. And he says, well, he wants to influence people. He, what is he influencing them to do? Maybe he's influencing a revolution. Maybe he's influencing them to overthrow the king. You know, I don't know what his intentions are with that. Like, and you suddenly get this idea that, oh, okay, so he's, the wishes that we know that he's granted is, like, somebody wished for really long hair. He granted that. Um, somebody wished to be able to, like, we see in, in a minute, he, we're gonna, he's gonna do a ceremony where he grants a wish for somebody who wants to make the best clothes in the land and, like, be the best seamstress. So he grants those sorts of wishes. So he decides which wishes he feels are safe and which ones he feels are not safe. And he makes that determination and decides who he's going to grant wishes for. And Asha takes that very badly and she sort of confronts him and says, that's not fair. Why don't you give the wishes back to the people who you know you're not going to grant them? Why are you holding them here? Kind of he and they just sing this whole song but from the king's perspective. He is holding them and keeping them safe. And you kind of hear this story about how people come here because you it's painful to have a wish that you cannot make true make come true and so kind of this idea that wishes are dangerous so you need to give your wish to the king and he then to protect you from your own wish will make you forget it so that you don't have to remember it and have to like long for it and pine for it you can just get on with having a happy life without that wish if it is ungrantable so to speak but ash is now confronting the king and saying well no, they should be able to know, like, you're keeping a big part of who they are. They're, like, personality from them when you take away their, this, like, their wish. They need to know what their wish is so that they know who they are. And even if you're not going to grant their wish, then they can work on making their wish come true themselves. And so they have this big fight. The king is very mad at her. And he, then he makes her come to a wish ceremony where he takes wishes from some new people who are coming into the kingdom so, like, he does this as you turn 18, but he also does this as new people, like, are coming in and wanting citizenship, basically. He gets a wish from them to do it. And now they're citizens of Rosa. And you're getting some signs, again, that Asha is correct, that he is, that taking the wish is hurting people. Um, when you see these two people get so, they're so happy and excited, they get their wish, and then they get it taken away. And they're both sort of, like, you can see it on their faces that something's wrong, they feel weird. They don't quite like it. And then the other thing that you know at this point, which I haven't talked about, is that her one friend who is over 18 and has had his wish, they talk about the fact that his personality has changed. That he's really tired all the time now. He's taking all these naps. He's very sluggish. And he is just seems like a different person. They don't dwell on it a lot, but there's definitely a few comments that you get that, like, something happened to him when he lost his wish. Like, he is a slightly personality-wise, a slightly different person than he used to be since he turned 18 and had his wish ceremony. So anyway, Asha watches this happen, watches the wish ceremony. This is where the king grants a wish for the girl who wants to be the best seamstress and makes the best clothes. And so they grant that wish, and everybody's happy about that. They have this great celebration. And then Asha goes home with her mom and her grandfather, and, you know, they talk about the fact that Asha is obviously not getting the job. Because the king made that very clear. She's not going to be the king's advisor. Or not advisor. Um, assistant. <laughs> very different thing. The king's assistant. She's not going to have that position. 
And, um, and so they're having their dinner and the grandfather was so hoping that his wish was the one that was going to be granted once they knew that this ceremony was happening. And especially the king like kind of drew it out like somebody who's been waiting a really long time. And, you know, he's a hundred years old. He's been waiting a very long time for his wish and it was not granted. And so you can tell the grandfather is very not happy about it. Very sad about the fact that his wish still has not been granted. And Asha tries to talk to her mother and her grandfather about what kind of she discovered and her issues with the king and ha wants to tell the grandfather what his wish was because now she knows and he doesn't. And both the mom and the grandfather are against it. The grandfather gets really mad and like, are you trying to make me upset? Are you trying to like break my heart? And so Asha isn't able to tell him and they both are standing with the king and don't really hear what she has to say. And Asha is sort of distraught by that and runs out and has her big ballad song about making this wish for so much more, for something so much more than this. Like she wants, she is wishing on a star. So she looks up the star. She's, I think the line is, I would look up at the stars to guide me. And, you know, she's making this wish and it's a really beautiful ballad. This is another song that I really enjoy. I think it works well. I think it was good. Good times. And it's a beautiful scene where she's running up and looking at the stars and she ends up on this sort of dangerous place where she's on a branch, on a tree, on the edge of a cliff, looking up at the stars. And she ends the song and a star falls down to earth. And she goes to find it with her little goat who's been with them the whole time. They've got a little baby goat from her home that has been following her around and is very cute. And they find the star and the star makes all the animals talk, including the goat. And they make the trees and the plants and all sorts of things are now talking plants and animals and everything. And that this is when we get the whole song of like, do you want to find out who you are? You're a star. And again, it's an okay song. It might grow on me. I could see it growing on me. But right now it feels that was the song the first song that I think I was like, okay, this is kind of hokey. <laughs> not quite buying in on this song. It was cute, but not quite. Not didn't quite hit the mark for me. They get the whole song. Um, and now they have a star who can apparently do magic. And, you know, not necessarily granting wishes, but can do magic. And she's kind of explaining what's happening. And... So she decides with the star that she's going to go get her grandfather and her mother's wishes because the king has now made it clear to her that he is for sure never going to grant either of their wishes. So the grandfather's he wasn't ever going to because he felt like the grandfather's wish wasn't too dangerous. We don't know what the mother's wish is or if hers is dangerous or would not, but he says that now because of you, I'm never going to grant your mother's wish. But I'm still going to keep them safe here. But again, Asha's seeing it more as keeping them hostage as opposed to keeping them safe. So she comes back in to the palace with all her friends and her friends to help her like see the star. There's a whole like musical thing with the chickens. Like the star does all sorts of weird stuff with magic. Um, and the whole town had seen like the big light of the star falling. It was a whole thing. Everybody thought it was amazing and the king did it. Um, but it was really just the star falling. So her friends help sneak her up into 
or at least one of them, but they all see the star and they know what she's going to do and they help get her into like a little um, food elevator thing to lay, to get herself up into the king's study so that she can get the her grandfather and her mother's wish and get them out safe. And so she goes in and she is able, she sends the star up and he's able to go through and like find the wish she wants and find the grandfather's wish and bring it down. And um, she's not able to get her mother's wish in time before the king comes back and they have to leave. Um, but she flees with her grandfather's wish and not her mother's wish. And they, and um, at the same time, the king has made, has, gone down and what he's doing while they're out is that he has put out a statement to everybody that what he wants is that he needs information on whoever did the magic last night which is the falling star and how it's evil and you know treason and you need to like and anybody who gives him information will get their wish granted and if you keep the information from him then your wish will never be granted so threats bribes and threats to try and get information about what happened with that star and who did it, whatnot. And you see her friends all there hearing this information. And then they are also like trying to ask questions and stall him. And there's the whole thing where everybody's asking questions about the magic and the wishes and all sorts of stuff. And it turns into a whole kind of mess of a humorous scene that I thought worked well. It was funny. Um, but then the king comes back up afterwards and Asha escapes with her grandfather's wish. And and he has now his sort of villain song, which is about this is the thanks I get, which again, not my favorite song. I think it was OK. It was it was on the OK to good, not great, but not bad either. Um, it wasn't like offensively wrong and how horrible and I never want to hear that song. It was fine, um, but I wasn't blown away by it, but it was good. And so there's that song. He has this whole thing about this is the thanks I get for all that I've done for you. And this is where you kind of see the king. So in the past, so far, the king was started out as, you know, this benevolent, great king. And then we start to see that, like, oh, maybe what he's doing isn't so great. But I, you know, he's still like wanting what's best for everybody. And now the villain song, you're starting to see that he he is it's kind of sort of a narcissistic thing where he wants everybody to praise him for every little thing he's doing and you know i've done i've done all this stuff and why doesn't anybody care why am i not getting the love and affection and praise that i want to have have so yeah it's you're starting to see the king this is not going well with the king and you've also seen that he has this book of evil magic that he has kept locked away so nobody can see it and he doesn't use it and it's, you know, forbidden and all of this. And I think this is the place where the queen, where he, you know, almost goes to it, but the queen convinces him not to. Because, you know, it's evil and it's bad magic and we don't want to do that. And then we go back to Asha with her family. She gives her grandfather his wish he's able to sort of put it to his chest. So it's a physical bubble looking thing that he's able to put to his chest and sort of reabsorb. And then he remembers his wish. He gets it back and you can just see his face lighting up. Like he is so much happier now that he has his wish and he knows what it is. And he's so excited that he can now work towards 
doing like what he wants. And so he gets his wish back and he's very happy. Um, but then we find out that the king knows it was Asha who took the, who took the stuff and he's come to her and he has her mother's wish in his hand and he crushes it. So the mom doesn't get to reabsorb it. It like absorbs into him instead. And you see him get some sort of evil power from it. And he's like, Ooh, that's exciting. So that's sort of the kernel for him of what he's realizing. But also then you see the mom was, so you also see the mom like have this huge physical painful reaction to having her wish absorbed by the king or destroyed by the king. And she says that she's feeling grief. It feels like I'm taking it as like someone you loved died. Like it's physical full grief that she is feeling. And then the king goes away again. Um, or they run away. I forget. Somehow they get away from him. <laughs> And they end up on a boat and they're going off to the island off the, away from the kingdom to get away from the king. Um, but they're not going to be able to go too far because they're just on a little rowboat. <clears throat> Either way, they decide to go back. Well, Asha and the star go back. Her grandfather and mother continue off in the magic rowboat to the far island um, Asha and the star go back and there's another sort of briefing where they're talking about it, where the king is announcing that she is, Asha is the, the villain and she is the one who, you know, broke in and did, did the, you know, treasonous magic and that she also, he, we've seen the scene, see I'm going out of order again, so. Um, we see him go back and start using evil magic. He takes the book out and he learns that you can use the wishes for dark magic, basically. And he absorbs three more of them from random people. And again, you look, you kind of cut to those people feeling like looking horrified and like something horrible has just happened. Um, and they are all up there and he's claiming that Asha stole their wishes and that's why they're sad which we know not to be true. And then he shows who has turned Asha in, why he knows that she's the one, and it's the one Asha's friend who is over 18, who has given up the wish, which, I mean, I think he's, everybody saw coming, or at least I definitely was very clear that he was going to be the weak link among their friend group. And so then the king grants his wish, but you can see him granting it sort of with evil intent. And it's so his magic is now this weird. It was this pretty little blue color. Now it's this, you know, the green color, which is the evil magic. And the friend's eyes are turned green. And you can tell he's sort of controlled by the king. So his wish was to become the best knight of the land or the most loyal knight of the land or something along those lines. And so he is transformed into this great knight. And with his loyalty to the king, then at first he'd only given up Asha. Now he said, now he gave up the rest of the friend group and said that they all were part of the plot. And they are also traitors and need to be captured. And so the friends and Asha, who has kind of snuck in and is in the back with the star, run off. Um, but before that happens, uh, the star helps 
a specific a mouse they find in the castle to be able to talk and the mouse sneaks up to talk to the queen and relay a message from asha about how she knows this is wrong and she needs to help them and then the asha and all of her friends except for the one who is now turned and become part of the kings on the king's side um run off to like this hidden room area in the palace that they have and they start and they decide that they are going to basically take on the king and this is wrong and get the wishes back and like make make a change change the world that kind of thing and they have this great song that they sing here where if i knew what i know now something if i knew then what i know now something like that it's kind of a chant they're all singing they're all like building each other up about how they're going to do this and take it on and it's a great song I really enjoy it. And then towards the end, the queen has come and she's taken the message and she's like in on it and she's going to help them take on the king and get this, get this stuff going. And so it's really fun. It's a great little song. They're all in order now and it's, they're figuring out what they're going to do. And so they come up with this plan that the queen is going to help them get the king out of the castle um, so Asha is going to go off with the star or no, not with the star. Asha is going off with a wand that the star has created for her. And she's going to get the like lure the king out of the castle, chasing her. And once he's out of the castle, then her friends and the queen are all going to get up to the king's study and they're going to open up this sort of domed ceiling where all the wishes are to let them out. And then star is going to help use his, the magic to like get them all returned um and so that's their plan they're gonna free all the wishes and so asha runs off with the wand and everything seems to be going good the king is out chasing her the rest of them are out are you know going up to the study and releasing the wishes and stars with them and it's all going according to plan and this is where you get a fun little easter egg that you have um that Asha's running around with the wand and she's got this blue hood with the pink ribbon thing that looks exactly like fairy godmother from Cinderella. So I'm like, Oh, Asha's fairy godmother. And that was fabulous. And I really liked that. Um, so that was really fun. We got the history of who the fairy godmother is. This is, this is now officially the fairy godmother's backstory, which I love so much fun. So anyway, Asha's running through the forest with the king chasing her. The others are doing their thing. And then it comes out, she realizes her wand gets broken, so she doesn't have any magic anymore. So there's fun magic stuff going on that's also like kind of Easter eggy back to the fairy godmother. She puts a dress on a tree, um, she gets a cart going magically on its own and stuff like that. And when the wand breaks, then the king, the who she thinks is the king chasing her, is sort of melts away, and it turns out that it was really her friend who is now the, you know witch sort of knight of the king who was the one following her instead um and so she realizes crap where is the king then if that's not him the whole point of this was to lure the king out so they could do what they needed to do so on her end the talking animals who the star has made her friends come over and like the bear grabs him and like holds him down and then all the rabbits come and like he's like these are the ones you need to be worried about but anyway, they leave him in the forest with the animals, kind of keeping him hostage. She runs back to the palace in time to see that the king 
has been foiling their has foiled their plan and has used his magic to catch all the wishes and star who is with the wishes in his magic and he's going to destroy them all and he absorbs them all into this magic uh, spear like not spear scepter that he has created and he's you know going to rule over everyone as this evil sorcerer and his plan is winning and then they have another song about using their wishes and you know kind of banding together and being stronger and again another song i really enjoyed it was really good um and it's enough that they like kind of are learning their own power and their own ability to sort of resist his magic and they are able to do so as like a whole kingdom and community. They're more powerful than him by himself, no matter how powerful a sorcerer he is. And so they're able to break three free of the curse that he's put on all of them. And it kind of explodes Star and all the wishes back out of his scepter when they do that. And um, then he is through like kind of a backlash of the magic pulled into the scepter himself. And so everything's better, life is restored, and everyone realizes how much happier they are with their wish back. And it's all good, happy times. And then the king is stuck in the little scepter thing, the jewel at the top of the scepter, which is removed from the scepter, and then he is hung in the dungeons in his scepter, I guess for forever, I don't know. Um, and, but everybody's happy that... They got their wishes back. The queen is set up as the queen of the realm now because she proved herself to be good. And everybody lives happily ever after, kind of. Basically, Star has to go back to the sky now, but he gives fairy godmother <laughs> Asha, the he fixes the wand for her and gives it back to her. So now she has her wand again. And um, yeah, he heads off. He goes back into the stars into the sky to be a star and grant other wishes when people wish on stars and then we see everybody sort of working towards their own goals of you know granting their own wishes we see a guy named peter who had come up a little bit earlier about how he wanted this magical land and the king's like never land and crushes his goal um which I think was fun because now it's never, never land, right? Like King said, this would never happen. And Peter's like, well, it'll never, never happen. Double negative. It will happen. So I love that. That was a cute name. And then it comes up again at the end where Peter is trying to learn to fly or wants to make a flying machine. And there's somebody else who wishes to fly. So they're going to get together and try to work out how to fly. And it's going to be a whole thing. And, um, the grandfather is making music to inspire people, which is what his dream was. And so he's very happy. And that's basically the end. And then at the end of the credits, though, you do see that the grandfather is the one who writes the song from Pinocchio of When You Wish Upon a Star. So, when you wish upon a star. Whatever. It's a great little song. And he gets to be the one who wrote the song. Who you know, about wishing on a star and how he gets to inspire people with that song and that was his wish and it's beautiful. I love it. It was a lot of fun. So, general thoughts again. I thought it was a really fun song. There were, like I said, there were a couple dud, or really fun movie. There were a couple songs that were duds for me. Um, specifically the You're a Star song and then the 
This is the Thanks I Get song. Both of those didn't quite hit. But I think the rest of them really did, in my opinion. I had a really good time. Overall, this, there were a number of little Easter eggs. I'm sure I didn't catch every one of them just thinking about it a couple days later. Um, I don't have the movie in front of me to like reference and watch again. But um, there were lots of little like Easter eggy things hidden in there for fans of classic Disney animation movies. Um, which I think was fun. I really enjoy that Asha is fairy godmother and this is her backstory. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the movie and I don't quite get why everyone is so hateful about it. Like, I don't get the hate that I'm trying, that I'm seeing in these reviews. I'm hoping maybe I will find some reviews that are not quite so hateful <laughs> eventually. Um, cause I, yeah, I really, I don't get it. Um, I have seen one of the critiques I saw was about like the animation itself, like not being good. I am definitely not an expert on that. I just like watching movies, so I have no expertise in like the technical, like, eh, the technicalities of whether it's good, well done animation or not. But it looked pretty to me. <laughs> I had fun watching it, so I, I have no complaints there. Um, again, the story. I really enjoyed that, like, it was a slightly, in my opinion, different story of you've got this villain and you watch him become villainous because he starts out as the hero and he thinks he's the hero. Everybody thinks he's the hero. He is, and I really do think this is the way that's portrayed, that he is doing this because he thinks this is the thing to do. This is what needs to happen. This is the best thing to do. And he is protecting everyone by doing this. He truly believes that what he is doing is good. And in reaching that aim of what he thinks is good is what causes the harm. And I think that's a really interesting way to do it. Where you've got a villain who's not just this crazy evil villain doing evil for fun. It's He has motivations that he wants to protect people. And he becomes overzealous and kind of crazy in this protection is what causes the harm eventually. But he starts from good a good place and good motivation. And I find that very interesting and I like it. Um, and I also like Asha and her group of friends being able to sort of see what's going on and take things on and correct things. And I even like that her friend, the one who sort of turns against her, apologizes at the end and just says, you know, explains that I did this because I was so scared with his, with the threat from the king that, you know, I'd already given up my wish and it'll never be granted and I just that that made him scared and that's why he did it. And it was very believable and relatable of that, in my opinion. I really thought it worked in the way that they were showing that people losing their wish, sort of their motivation, their biggest desire in life changed who they are and how getting it back was helpful. And even if you can't make it come true, that it was still important to have the wish in general. That it sort of motivated you to live your life to the fullest just by having it and trying and doing your best to make it come true. Even if you have no guarantees. Yeah, the whole thing really worked for me as a movie. I And I really enjoyed it. And so, yeah, I say it's definitely worth a watch. Go see it in theaters if you want to. If you like theaters, wait for it on or watch it on Disney Plus when it comes out for sure. I am very excited for when it comes back to Disney Plus because I would like to watch it again. I had a good time with it. So 
yeah, I think that is all I have for now. I just want to come out with this sort of positive review of I think it was a good time. I think it had a nice message. Again, there were a couple songs that felt a little hokey, but other than that, I thought it was good. And yeah, that's all I've got for you today, but I really enjoyed it. I'd love to hear what you guys think. My contact info is in the description. Please feel free to let me know what you think. And I will see you next time. Love y'all and wish upon a star.